This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank heavens. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting from Chobo Studios. In beautiful downtown Van Nuys. That's right. Yes. Now, do you have a reading to kick off this episode? I do have a reading. Today's show is called Apply Within with Valerie Reeves, and we're very excited she's here. She is from currently at the Center of Spir- for Spiritual Living in Redondo Beach, and she is glistening with joy. So uh, in Around the Year with Emmett Fox, great book to read for your morning routine. Yes, it On is. On December 22nd, no, we're not going to read December 22nd to start. We're going to read December 16th to start, which is a reading called Make it work. And it says, from Proverbs 23, 23, buy the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. So all you have of truth is what you understand of it. And what you understand, you always demonstrate. It naturally follows from this that the only way to improve yourself and your conditions is to gain an increase in understanding. And the only way to gain an increase in understanding is to make practical use of the truth you already know. Knowledge that you do not actually use is only intellectual knowledge and is barren, and even that fades out in time through lack of use. You will never demonstrate or progress on mere theories that you have not put to the test. You will never demonstrate or grow spiritually on what is in a textbook or a lecture until you have begun to put such knowledge into practice. It is far better to have a thimbleful of spiritual knowledge and use it than to have a whole mountain of correct spiritual doctrine, most of which you have never made work. Don't jump into anything else yet. We're going to get, we got some housekeeping. Yeah, no, I'm very excited. Do your housekeeping, but I don't want to forget what I'm going to say about that great Bible verse. Oh, say it now. Oh, I can say it now? Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to jump into three more readings. That's what I was No, no, no. Yeah. I wasn't whipping out any more readings. Okay. Well, the Bible verse, in case uh, you were just listening and forgot it, from the same reading is, Including buy, buy the it. truth and sell it not, also wisdom and instruction and understanding. So this is... You know, whenever I was new to something, my old bad habit, whenever I discovered something new, right? before I even started to incorporate it in my life, right? I was so high on what I just learned in that seminar or workshop or, you know, saw, you know, or learned something new from a teacher. And I'm so high on this that I would immediately start sharing that information and 
when I continue to share the information, because it's still just in my head. Right. And this is what it means by buy the knowledge, get the knowledge. And when the word buy is used in these, for me, in a spiritual and esoteric meaning, means to seek, to really and to really desire it. Because, you know, when you buy something, you're paying for it. So it's something that I value. I want to value. This is valuable stuff. I'm willing to go get it. And you pay for this with your attention to it, with your fascination with it, with your interest. But then it says, and sell it not. Meaning don't now, now that you got your beak wet, Daryl, you know, don't just go around now telling people that, you know, wow, look what I learned as if I'm now living it. And that was my bet, you know, the MO I used to have. Yeah, yeah. There's two positive things in this reading. One is you don't need a lot of knowledge, spiritual knowledge to really start benefiting from it. Right. Because you could just apply the thimbleful you already have. Thank right. goodness. Yeah. And the other thing is, I'll just tell you, Mike Dugan w- was my uh, mentor many years ago. Yes. And the best thing he said to me was, Daryl, when it came to this, he goes, number one, don't think you're better than anyone else just because now you're privy to this right. this stuff. Right. Because you're not. You obviously need it just to just to live up to there like to just to be among those people. Right. Meaning, meaning most people are way more well adjusted than you. But that's also coupled with Daryl. Show them, don't tell them. Mm-hmm. So early on, it I really committed to this idea and it's helped and it's stuck with me and as a reminder right. that when I get hopped up on something new that you and I learn, right. I mean, both of us know this now, instead of running around and blabbing about it, look how smart I am, look at this great information I have, right? You know, and then we get drunk on the idea that, that we think we're practicing it right. because I'm telling everybody about it, right. but I'm not. So Dugan would say, show them, don't tell them. And now I take that energy that would normally go hopped up with my little ego going, oh, you should do this because I read this. Right, right, right. Instead, nope, I'm going to take that energy that would be expelled in that manner. Right. Meaning just selling it. And now, nope, I'm going to use it and now you turn it inward. On my own thinking, on my own thoughts and behavior. Yes. And the reaping of the Bennetts and then people can bear witness Yes. To it happening in my life via demonstrations that occur. I can benefit from it. That's the main thing. Yes. From the demonstrations yes. in my own life. All right. Well, when you say that, one thing that comes to my mind, that it, doing it the other way, that it would be like going to Home Depot to get a whole bunch of home improvement supplies and then going to all your neighbor's houses and fixing their houses. <laughs> Well, they didn't even ask for it. (laughs) I didn't even touch my house. (laughs) All right. Why don't you tell everyone how to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club? Yes. Uh, We like to encourage everyone to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club. And you may already be a member of the Funniest Thing Club. Let's see. We're a group of truth enthusiasts who live each day as ambassadors of God's love. As yes. we can, as we consciously radiate love, we perform everyday miracles and experience better than expected outcomes. Yeah, that's what this episode is really all about. Right. If you're already living this way or strive to, then you may consider yourself a member. We motivate one another by simply sharing how miracles occurred naturally in our circumstances 
as the result of living lovingly and expectantly. That's right. And if you want to contribute to the show, uh, you can go to patreon.com, funniest thing. We're just marveling at how amazing it is that Indy suggested we set this up and how amazing you all are for coming through and supporting the show the way you do. We even put on a, a $3 contribution a month button when you really think about three dollars over the course of a month even in a day what you could be spending that on it's it's next to nothing but it gets the primes the pump of your own giving if you're not tithing uh it's tithing really does it benefit us more yeah. than any that benefits me when i circulate my money in inspired ways to bless the things that bless me uh it's we can't say enough. It's a big part of applying this stuff within, really. It's a bold step. So go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. We got a nice letter from um, on uh, Patreon, one of our contributors, Katiana Falsetti. Love your name. Daryl and Ed, thank you so much for your weekly content. I look forward to listening while I walk my dogs every Monday to start the week. It is reassuring to hear about your challenges and how you shift your thinking. You both have been an inspiration and daryl i enjoy your book your thoughts and your pictures best katiana and thank you for letting us know about the link katiana we fixed that regarding the patreon link so thank you katiana and everyone else is contributing through patreon.com forward slash funniest thing jump on you're gonna love the way you look and the way you feel if you want to send us something go to uh, you can send it to funniest thing p.o box 1312 culver city california 90232 Speaking of which, we got a beautiful two postcards, one from Lois Conklin. Again, go on the YouTube. You can see the postcard I'm now holding. Am I holding it the right way? Yeah. All right. Dear Daryl and Ed, here are some quotes about love from Leo Biscaglia for Christmas time. Ed loves Leo Biscaglia. That's right. You used to indulge in. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was one of the very first books I read. I was just telling our guests when yeah. I was in the Military Rehabilitation yeah. Center, that was there, and I read that book while I was in there as nice. well, well, which it, is called Love. He has come into the studio with us today to say, love is life, and if you miss love, you miss life. If one wishes to know love, one must live love in action. And it says, Merry Christmas to you and your listeners, the folks at Chobo Studios. Love to all. Let's sing. Go tell it on the mountain. Love from Lois Conklin. And thank you, Lois Conklin, on your Facebook page. We really enjoyed your playing on the, what's that, the harpsichord, harpsichord or auto? Auto harp. Auto harp, thank you. Yes. And also piano. You're an amazing artist and an amazing musician, and we love you. Um, we got a postcard from Kirky, which is apparently Kirky enjoying. Some winter sports. Winter sports. Um, you're going to have to go on YouTube to take a closer look if you want to see this postcard but uh he says guys the imagination is not a state it is the human existence itself what does that say william oh william blake william blake i thought it said william at lake william blake our thoughts create our existence not the other way around thank god and it says kirky loves you so there you go live from kirky studios thank you kirky (laughs) we love you all Um, the way from germany all right we got an amazing letter Yes, and this was this just came. It goes with the this, show. Wait, this just came today, right? Yesterday. 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 From Gabriel Perez. We haven't heard from you in a while, Gabriel. It's always good to hear from you. Hi, gents. I just listened to your podcast, Welcome to Adventureland with Ray Zander. I don't even remember having that title. First, I loved it's her comment. It's a great title. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Spirit did it again. I didn't remember either, and I thought, man, we, that was a good title. Spirit did it again. 
It says, first, I loved her comment about giving up all self-help. I'm joining the cause 100%. God could not have effed up when he made me. He made the perfection just like the Bible. He made me to perfection just like the Bible says he did. I realized that this kind of thinking means something is wrong with me. It exposed a lie that I carried within me that seeped in starting in my 20s. That is, I can't. This lie triggers the, oh, I don't have the credentials. I'm not trained in that. No one will believe me. I don't have the experience. I no longer have to listen to that autoplay message that says you will fail every time I consider a new path. This is awesome. Now that I know the truth about me, everything in me says I can. Just for reference, Jesus said it in Matthew seventeen twenty. Nothing will be impossible for you. I do not believe he is wrong. Thanks to both of you for launching the podcast. Had you listened to similar messages like the ones that plagued me, I would never have heard the message. Well, God would have gotten it to me, but because you were willing, he used you. I decided that I cannot hold back either. Who else is out there that needs to hear what I have to say? God wants them to hear good words too. I no longer have to hide behind those doubts when they pop up. Besides, now that the lie has been exposed that is robbing the life out of me, it's time to rock, to lock and load, Jack. <laughs> I'm including an inspirational moment from Mike Singletary, Bears linebacker. Just look it up on YouTube, Mike Singletary, my kind of party. This is how I am hitting life from now on. Thank you guys for not backing down. It's my turn. I like this kind of party baby. Going to be here all day. No more weak bleep bleep for me. I'm slinging mountains from now on, brah. Gabriel. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Gabriel. That's amazing. That's, he's got the name of an angel, for goodness sake. I know. And he brought us a great message. He's, an angel means... Yeah, message. Message. Messenger. Yeah. messenger. Morgan Booker on YouTube, when she heard the Emmett reading, uh, said, love, love, love this, and been reading, studying, and meditating for a few years now. Thank you so much for sharing. You never see anything like this online. You're appreciated. Namaste. Donna Amato said, brilliant. I totally agree. Thank you, Daryl and Ed. You can check out our website, DarylAndEd.com, for everything we do. We want to thank the chief engineer. First, let's thank chief engineer right here at Chobo Studios. Yes. His name is Indy Fawcett. How are you doing today, buddy? Doing great. Loving it. I'm on fire. I love it. Oh, man. Beautiful. And, and you want to come into Chobo Studios, go to ChoboStudios.com. If you want Indy to do an amazing job editing your reels and shorts and anything else you want to put online, social media, YouTube and such, go to PodShuttle.io. That's what we do, Thanks. and Thanks. you're welcome. You'll see it's amazing stuff. Yes. Thanks to also to the chief engineer out in Kansas City, Kansas, the guy who really started this whole thing, started with us. He's still rolling with us. His name's Jeff Comfort. And each week, he takes, takes us, us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Silent Unity, the prayer line. This is a great way to apply within because this is all about applying these principles again within our own life, within our own mind, within our own temple. And uh, you want to call 800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. They have an app, the letter U, the word pray. Here's the thing about good teachers. Good teachers point us back to applying it within ourselves. Yes. Good teachers give us words that point us back to the truth which was resides within ourselves good teachers remind us they draw it out from within ourselves and that's exactly what happens every time i call silent unity when hearing them pray affirmatively this is this is a big part emmett fox for emmett fox prayer was everything right i've been reading his bio yeah. thanks to you yeah and affirmative prayer is everything 
it changes everything because it changes the consciousness with which we are creating our lives. Once we do that, when we're prayer changes us first, when we do so, just reach out if you're if you're struggling to find that joy, that peace, that well being. If you're running on fear and having trouble unhooking from it, like they're on I, uh, yeah, we use it. We use Silent it all Unity the time. Is a great tool for that. So today's show is called Apply Within with Valerie Reeves. Yes. Says today we have the ability to access the knowledge we seek instantly and at our fingertips. It's wonderful and inspiring to listen to podcasts and audiobooks on the topic of spirituality and personal development. The same is true for reading books as well as attending workshops and sermons. However, it is not necessary that you obtain more spiritual knowledge in order to experience powerful demonstrations in your life now. Simply applying whatever spiritual knowledge you have in your circumstances, it's far more valuable than obtaining a whole mountain of correct spiritual doctrine. On this episode, Daryl and Ed give examples of how, when it comes to spiritual knowledge, a little goes a long way when we apply it within our own thinking and behavior. And during the second segment, Joy de Vive, Valerie Reeves from Center for Spiritual Living in Redondo Beach and a whole lot of other things joins us with today's reading, which will be Let God In. Yes. What do you think? Should we go to breaths? Yeah. Yeah. We got three breaths, ladies and gentlemen. I'll share an affirmation first that I came up with, which was going to be the breaths, because I was realizing a lot of my inner guidance, because I've, I've been applying this within. If you listen to the show, you know that I'm really transforming my relationship, changing my position in life with regards to this public education I've been a part of for so long, and really because it's been the one elephant in the room where I've been compromising myself, feeling suffering, like... Just suffering for the sake of my good, trying to get, you know, like saying, saying that that suffering and bad feeling is worth it for this reason. But what I've learned more and more about from these principles is no suffering is required. So I've really putting my money where my mouth is and applying this stuff to that. And as a result, I am just learning so much about because I hear the voice of my guidance and it's just telling me, let me let us take over. Let just relax and breathe. And so I've been more, more and more. My visualizations have been about just having fun. Yes, I had this crazy going to sleep the other day. Uh, I had this visualization of me walking naked out of my house, walking through the town, but not in the culture where, like, people are like, "Oh my God, this man's naked," but like feeling so unencumbered yeah. by any self consciousness or anything uncompromised. And I, I, you know, I, I'm dreaming so I can fly, and it's joyous, and I'm just. It was really just me visiting, flying over the ocean, but feeling so free. And another time I was just visualizing myself eating frozen yogurt from your favorite place. For some reason, that's just what came right. to me. But as I did that, my spirit lifted and all these other awarenesses started to come in because I wasn't trying so hard to get it spiritually. you know. And yes. so that's when I texted you, God is playing my song and I am playing along. Yes. So that was going to be the... The breaths, but and you could use that as your breaths. God is playing my song, and, and I am playing, playing along because we have to play along. We have to be like a child to get into the kingdom. Did you want to read that before yeah, because, we do the? Yeah. yeah, because you made me want to read this because of what you shared. It's all your fault. <laughs> Are you having a gratitude attack? No, but anyway, okay. Ed, what Ed just shared um, made me read. I want to read these two sentences from a book called "Only Believe," and it's by Sue Sicking. Yeah, and. Uh, the full title, title and the subtitle is How to Live 
in the empire of love. Oh, man, wow. isn't that awesome? Only believe how to live in the empire of love. So in her book, going along with today's show, now this is how this right. stuff works. We have really been learning to trust God and meditate. You don't have to meditate on specifics, folks. Right. Like Ed right. said, well, I'll just tell let the cow the bag. Ed and I got asked to give the talk on Christmas Day on the words joy and power. For, at uh, Unity of Santa Barbara. At Unity of Santa Barbara. So, you know, we have ideas of what we're going to say, whatever. And I, this morning after my morning routine, I started thinking about it. And as you start, th- as I started thinking about it, I started thinking, oh, I better come up with some. I should be getting uh, better prepared. for right. what the, and the, But the higher self is, Daryl, you live this stuff. You know it's going to all come together. So then I started meditating. Right. And I said, instead of meditating and, God, give me some things I enjoy, I just said, Okay, I'm just going to meditate. All of a sudden, the, the idea in my mind started going, wait, I just get enjoyment out of talking to people, whether right. it's a group, of, you know, a group of people or doing our show. Yeah, yeah. So I just started enjoying that. There it is. I just started enjoying that feeling. And ironically, when I want to get my phone to call Ed to start coming here, um, someone had just texted me. Hey, can you fill in? There's something going on tonight, and we need a speaker. And this is the crazy part, folks. I just meditated on how much I love joy, but this is what you got to watch for. How much you enjoy speaking, too. How much I enjoy speaking, but this is what you got to watch for. When I got that test and saw it, I thought, oh, do I really want to do this tonight? Right. And And my mind goes, wait a minute, you just had that great. And I just said, yeah, I'll be there. But this is the thing. It's mm. like that little voice comes in. I'm just going to read this line because it goes along yeah, with what you said. It. And it goes along with my example, right? which is faith believing. I got to put it on my eyeglasses for my iPhone. Okay, because it's so <laughs> tiny. Faith believing, in spite of, faith believing in spite of evidence is more important than the deadly weighted life of should I, what will they think? Right. Which is what Gabriel was telling us. Yes. Spiritual life is not listening to the murmurs, murmurings of the world, but to that inner voice. Yes. And then after I read this, which I just grabbed last minute, it reminded me of the Bible verse from Matthew. Ed and I Mm -hmm. were talking about this on the right here, which is chapter 5, verse 36. Right. Where Jesus grabs the leader in this household. Right. And he grabs him and pulls him aside because the daughter in the household is sick, possibly dying right there, and everyone's going, it's too late. This guy shows up late. What a jerk. What's the use? Right. Why bother? Right. But he grabs the leader, and the whole thing is the leader of the household means the leader within us. There's yes. a leader within us. And then it's our power, it's yes. our voice, it's what it's we're believing and what we're, what we're really speaking into existence, whether we're using words or not. What, what we're saying is going on. Yes. But there's also all the little murmurings, murmurings that we hear in the news or yes. murmurings in our own mind or yes. murmurings of someone who's long past, like a mom or a dad, or even if they're still the murmurings of doubt and fear right. and worry. And right. they're murmuring. He grabs the leader the higher of ourselves, and he says to him, and it's great because in the Bible, it's not in that old English, this one part. It's like right. it's like your friend or your dad or someone you could believe in that you right. really respect goes, 
Don't listen to them. Just trust me. Yeah. Don't listen to them. Just trust me. Yeah. I mean, I, we all got to just trust. Like you said, God's playing my song. God's playing your song. And now yes. we, we're playing. We got to choose to play along. Right. You know, two things. I listened to Reverend Ike today, and he was talking about the parable of Jesus healing the man that wanted to be put into the waters to be healed. And, and he was saying that Jesus met him in the temple. And again, the temple is our mind. Yeah. And the Christ resides within us. So Jesus met him in his mind. The, the, the true divine sense of the true divine, not just sense, the true divine, the truth of his being met him in his temple. And it says, what did he say? You have been made whole. Yes. Yeah. So he said, you have been made whole. And he's, Reverend I points out that in the more exoteric version of this, people think that there's a special guy named Jesus. And he, in that moment, made him whole. Yeah. But the esoteric and really what I believe is the, the truth that really, because you know the truth, it sets you free. The truth in it is Jesus was the voice with the, the Christ within met him in his temple, which is why you have to apply it within. You must go within and told him, reminded him, yes. you have been made whole. You were not made sick. None of the things you've been believing about yourself that have led you to believe that you were even sick have ever been true. He's not saying right now you've been made whole by me, the magician. He's reminding him of the yes, truth. You yes. were made whole. And then he says, go forth and don't sin again. Meaning don't believe this nonsense anymore. Yeah, that you've been telling yourself, which is doubtful thoughts, negative thoughts about yourself. Yeah, diminishing thoughts. And I've diminishing been going through this myself. Thoughts. The other day when I was in the ocean, maybe we should just do those breaths. God is playing my song and I'm playing along since it's going along with everything. We're yeah, we'll just, yeah. yeah, we'll do the other breaths next time. Yeah, yeah. So, But I just want to share. I was sitting in the ocean. I'm listening to his voice and it's going, let us take the lead. So I just started breathing because I was stressing about something. I'm in this beautiful ocean. There's no one around. It's just me and I'm stressing. So I just said, all right, I let go. I felt the ocean. Ah, I felt something and then forgot about everything. The best wave of this day came straight to me. I rode it to the beach. I found, I get out because it was time to go to meet you. Oh, this was great. I pick up a sand dollar, a full, complete sand dollar. I sent Indy the image if he wants to post it later for you on YouTube. Yeah, it'll and drop in the video, yeah, so you'll so. see it on YouTube. The only reason I picked it up because it made me think of a friend of mine at work. I, fit, I found one recently, and I showed. I gave it to her. She's like Hawaiian, and she loves surfing. Her family surfs, and I knew for some reason I gave it to her. She said, wow, it's so rare to find a whole one nowadays, right? And this was like two months ago, a month ago. So I found another one. So we're on break, so I took a picture to send to her, and I'm going, well, why, why am I bringing this? But I said, just like you, why am I even bringing this? Man, this is silly. I should throw it away. I should, I should leave it back here. So I uh, take a picture, send it to her, and then I think to myself, something I like to do sometimes, why don't I just look up what's the spiritual meaning of sand dollars? Yes. I just thought of that. Because usually when, when I think about it, when something unusual catches my attention, I like to look that up on the internet, you know? And what I found was, and remember, I'm stepping up boldly in all these ways, sand dollars can represent many things spiritually, including choosing your own path, strength, flexibility, and freedom. And then this is all at the top of Google, where you right. don't have to like... Don't have to dig deep. Yeah. And this is... Dude, come on. Choosing your own path. Sand dollars represent freedom, 
and the ability to walk away from environments or people that are no longer working for you. Isn't that incredible? It was so incredible. So, I don't know. Maybe we should do the... I think we should sing along. It's almost Christmas, man. Yeah, we're going to do the sing-along The one. top one, right? The top one? All right. Well, there's... No, because look, God's playing my I, song and I'm playing along. Okay. So, let's do the song. Why yes, we? we're going to do the song that we have here, folks, as our... Let me just say rest. this as we do this, then we're going to go to break. It says, Mike Dooley said, to think what you have not thought is your real work. Prentice Mulford said, whatever the mind is set upon or whatever it keeps most in view, that it is bringing to it. And the continual thought or imagining must at last take place, must at last take form and shape in the world of the seen and tangible things. So we have to go within and use our imagination to focus on the things that we desire. The only way we found to do that is practice your morning routine. Get up. Read some inspiring things. Do some meditation. Then affirm, like, because our consciousness, this is what my, my guidance keeps telling me. Just listen to us. Let us take the lead. You think about fun things. What we're doing, we're not wrapped up in the things you're wrapped up in. Our, like, the Christ within us is not caught up in these struggles. It reminds us who we are. We get an elevated perspective on life, and from there, speak the truth. From there, decide what you're going to do. From there, decide how you're well, going to live. That's the other you are. side of our title, which is Apply Within, which remembering that the outside that we're seeing is not the cause of our grumbling or our happiness. That's right. It's our inner vision, what we apply within, that we're applying with our own imagination is always being reflected back to us. It's like the movie projector versus what we see on the screen. Yes. And if you want to change what you're experiencing in your life, if you were watching a movie, you don't tear down the screen and think the movie's going to change. No, we got to change the reel and the projector. And that doesn't take an act of will. It just takes a willingness right. to let go of the will and trust that God or whatever you call it, a higher power, whatever this thing is that you tap into, angels, you know, the universe, that that is working and always working on your behalf. You know, a smiling man is a confident man because he's confident that all things are working together for his good. Yeah. It's like your willingness has gotten just is like a dog that's chewing on something that's not good and it's like won't let it go. So first we be, our, your will. First we relax our, and become willing. We pet and then the dog. Our will just becomes a gentle <laughs> yes, decision to go with the flow and to go about our day and wagging our tail. Go back to eating dog biscuits and good things that treat us well and going on our walk. So Let's do this. You know, because there was a guru by the name of Robert Palmer. Yes. And he did his morning routine. And man, he was blown away. Yes. He applied this stuff within. He whoa, he came out of his meditation and he penned these lyrics. It's a very little known fact. So let's yeah, take it's, a deep breath. It's so little that you probably only heard it here. Uh, little known fact. He said, I might as well face it. I'm addicted to love. Ah. Uh. I might as well face it. I'm addicted to love. Uh, <laughs> I might, might as well face it. it. I'm, I'm addicted, addicted to love. To
yes. That goes perfectly what Ike said, too. He said, you have to have faith and love to move forward. You said it earlier. Love to you is synonymous with joy. Yeah. You must have joy with your faith, with your these. Two, if that joy is missing, you put the faith is not coming from this amazing, expansive place that we're describing and no. that many of the mystics describe. No, that's know? the magnetic force in our imagination is when love is in the mix. That's the beak wetter. Ha, I learned this. Now I'm going to go work on everyone else's house, but I, mine's perfect. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha. All right, coming up next, Joy DeVee, Valerie Rees from the Center for Spiritual Living in Redondo Beach, at least that's where we met her, joins us with today's reading, Let God In for Crying Out Loud. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, live from Chobo Studios. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Well, we made it to the second segment of today's episode, Apply Within, with Valerie Reeves. Yes, and we actually have Valerie Reeves live in the studio. We met at the Center for Spiritual Living in Redondo Beach on a day when I happened to have the freedom uh, to take a drive, didn't know where I was headed, just followed my intuition, ended up at the 11 a.m. service you all have over there. We met, and we always know when the guest is right because immediately you're like, that'll be fun. You know, it wasn't like, ah, you know, so how are you today? Hey, I'm doing fabulous, trying to blend. So yes, we <laughs> we've all got our sunglasses on. Got the shades. And That's um, great. why don't you tell everyone a little bit about what you do over at the Center for Spiritual Living over there? So I like to say I'm the putty that kind of fills in the cracks. So I, uh, <laughs> yes, I'm kind of a chameleon and I blend wherever I go and fill in just any gaps that are there. So I am the executive director. Right. also do some teaching and training of classes. I am doing an intentions workshop on January 1st. It's a free class. Anybody who wants to come at the Redondo Beach Center at 1230 on January 1st, 2023. Oh, wow. Is that crazy? Yeah, wow. that is crazy. Yes. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, everything I do is fun it's playful yeah get some play-doh out let go of the old get ready for the new set the intentions yeah Um, I've done a little bit of everything I always say my resume reads like a novel from (laughs) hypnosis to HR manager to um, you just pretty much name it and I think I've done it oh that's fabulous I just love the way so many everyone comes from so many different yeah background I mean this Mm -hmm. is life because we all I mean I work in special education I have been for 25 years Mm -hmm. and the thing that drives what I do is the recognition that within everyone there are these perfect gifts and they don't look like what someone says they should be. Right. God put them there to mm-hmm. serve a purpose. And it sounds like the way you're able to use, I mean, for spiritual people to have someone who is organized yeah. you know, like, and can handle that part yeah. is a huge blessing, huh? Yeah, I like to think so. I I like to think that my gift is seeing people in their highest light mm. so that I can help them get to that space. So the more we can see the good in people and uh, see them in a higher light, then they step into that. Yeah, You know what's yeah. amazing? And you are here by divine appointment because yeah. Daryl said something about applying something. In my mind, the, the title, like that word lit up and I was like, there's a title there. 
And then I thought of this, the honest shop signs. It says apply within for a mm-hmm. job, right? Mm-hmm. You apply. And then I was like, but we apply yes. within ourselves. And you were telling us about how, because you have an HR background, mm-hmm. about how, tell us about the firing with a smile <laughs> story, because that is amazing. Well, you know, where one door closes, millions of other doors open. Yes. And sometimes it's just not a fit. So as an HR manager, I would hire people, but I would also fire people. And so bringing people into my office and say, you know, the decision is final and I've got some great news for you. We're going to let you go today. <laughs> so uh, I know that something wonderful is unfolding yeah. and that there's a better fit for you somewhere. And I would get people giving me a hug and saying thank you so much and um, knowing that sometimes we stay somewhere too long and instead of following our heart and trusting that intuition that says go here go there I've seen people stay in the same job that they hated forever so it's like don't do that to you why would you do that right love yourself to the next level so you came to talk to me to tell me that because I've been telling people I even told my friend who's a teacher in our district because what I do is inclusion. Like what I do is uh, – that's how I, I was an inclusion specialist before. And then all this stuff changed and I got put back into this teaching position, which I wasn't ever what I really kind of wanted to do. But in that environment, I there was a problem in that campus with inclusivity, like really including our kids. So like God sent me there and I've cleared up help. Well, God through me and with a lot of other things have cleared that up. And I've been now I'm like telling people and, and it's so helpful to say it out loud that, look, I did my thing. I helped clean this place up. But now they just need a standard resource teacher. I don't like doing it. I can do it really well. I can because I just have like a something I never thought I had like an iron will. I never thought of myself in this light. But like yeah. when someone says that's what I got to do, I find a way to do it and I get it done. No matter how bad like it feels. It. And it's not using my talents, you know? So uh, it's like such – you are well, – I've been talking a lot about angels and especially since – who was it that said – oh, it was Reverend Blair Tabor who said it means message, not even yeah. just messenger. That's right, message. That the real angels are the messages we receive. So getting this message from you right now is a huge angelic blessing for me. So thank you for that. Yes. Well, I know when we first – spoke and i mentioned i also do hypnosis and you're like oh i just was thinking about that yeah because daryl and i were talking about that yes and it's like we get hypnotized to the ways of the world and that's just you know same thought different day same thought different day so it's like let me have a conscious thought and let me be clear about my intention of the next step and the next step and be in that gratitude space so yeah i love and you know what you are hitting the nail on the head for me because what I thought, like, what do, what do you guys say uh, about the God of your own, like something changing your idea about God? Like you always talk about this, like oh, that well. God you're thinking about. Oh, yeah, because someone had to share it with me when I because I, when I when I was first learning, like, hey, did you ever think about praying or meditation? I'm thinking, ah. Really, I need something that works. I mean, God, really? And the guy just said, yes, look, you know the God that you're having a problem with? That's not the God we're talking about. And it was like, wait a minute. I could right. look at the, there's a whole There's another way to uh, like have a different perspective about right. this. Like it let me off the hook and it made me also very interested. Yeah. You know, curious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what is this? Yeah. And I think of God now, like, as a result of what I'm going through. Because, you know, like, I've applied this stuff in so many areas, but I had this, like, elephant in the room where uh, that I was. And, I, and I'm, I'm doing the show, and it, it's like, 
uh, I'm a little embarrassed because I, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm going, I'm not really applying this in that area, you know, and I, so it's like it was killing the sense of authority to speak upon it if I'm not applying it. So I've started doing that in a big way, and now I keep thinking of. And I'm, I'm not uh, like a Bible scholar, but I keep thinking of like uh, the one who sent me. And I realize God is the one who I'm speaking on behalf of. Who like that For me, whatever that is that I'm now representing as my highest authority in that moment is my God, right? Like that's mm-hmm. – so I realized what was getting lumped in with God for me was the voice of – like my mother was the voice of my household and – and I have less judgment about her now, so I don't want to think that it's coming from that. But I just saw – I've been getting glimpses back into my own development where there's some voices of fear from my parents got wrapped up in what was God, right? But it was so strongly like wound back up into my subconscious that I couldn't pull that God and that voice apart. Like it just recently I've, I hear that voice of gui- of the spiritual guidance and then I'll do something and for a moment – the voice of fear will charade itself. Almost sounds like the same voice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the other day, something happened. I did something. And it was like, ah, oh, we didn't even want you to do that. And all of a sudden, I was like, wow, the voice, that same voice that was so loving, now it's saying that. But then all of a sudden, I listen. And the other voice goes, that's not us. That's your fear. You've just mm-hmm. been listening to it so long. That's been your guidance, right? So it's so cool to hear someone from your position talking you know what I mean? Like when God shows you like someone is H- like is saying – because I have this like HR person in my own brain that sees me going like, dude, you're, we're wasting your talents mm-hmm. having you over there dying yeah. doing something that you don't love. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If we're not loving it, then we're not bringing our full self. Yeah. And when we step into fear, I have an acronym for fear that I like to use, forgetting every available resource. And the biggest e- resource is that uh, God within – not some, you know, deity <laughs> up on high somewhere, but that God yeah. energy spirit that flows through each one of us. Right. So really yeah. tapping into that goodness, that godness, and um, stepping away from fear. And our theme for this year is living out loud. Oh, I love that. Isn't that fun? Wow. So living out loud, and it's like, all right, what would I love? And asking yourself that every day, every moment, and trusting that intuition and that inner knower that just knows what direction right. to go yeah daryl yeah. mentioned that inner leader like i think that's mm-hmm. what because that's like i'm speaking on power on sunday and i looked into fillmore's definition of power which is like rooted in your voice and in your vocal cords and in that our words only have power when we spiritualize our consciousness and oddly not oddly but perfectly enough i lost my voice this week and it brought up so much like, wow. So when you say living out loud, because that's what's changing for yeah. me. When I wasn't using my authority of my voice to say, I know what's right for me, then my reality was reflecting that and I didn't see any way. But now yeah. that my like I'm speaking yeah. it, the whole picture is changing. So I'm so it's amazing you say that about living out loud. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I always say visualize, verbalize, and feelingly believe it. So if we can take that time to step into the picture and feel it and get to that real gratitude yeah. space. I um, did an Abraham Hicks cruise back oh, in wow. March. So that was great. It was a birthday present from my children, which was mm-hmm. phenomenal. Wow. So I did a seven-day cruise and – the most brilliant thing I heard was from a young lady in the hot tub because I'm just there thinking about all the things that we're talking about. And I said, you know, I get a little bit lazy with the meditation. And she said, make it an amuse bouge 
you know, like a little sample of a sampler. <laughs> so just a little sampler and start with that where you're just yeah. taking time. God is, I am. Yeah, yes. And then add to it and add yeah. to it and add to it. Because then you're just going to want to be there in it, in that meditation. Wow. Yeah, you know, yeah that's huge. You guys that's both really said big. something. I almost, yeah. we, we were thinking of reading this, like, you hear if you're a regular listener to our show and like um, our guest, Valerie, just witnessed, we have an idea of what we're going to read and then we have some things we think we're going to read and then there's some things we grabbed on the way out the door. Hmm. But this, uh, going along with Live Out Loud, this is from a book. We actually had this woman on our show as a guest, Dan Sermons Gillis. It's called Words Make a Difference. If you want to get it, it's available everywhere you get books. And she talks about trust. You know, and live, mm-hmm. and you're saying living out loud, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this goes along with everything that both of you have just said. What is trust, and how does it work? And here, here are the examples. Trust is knowing that there is a guidance system moving through all things, especially in my life, mm-hmm. and that this force is benevolent. Mm-hmm. Trust is the faith that life is an open love affair and not a dead end experience. Right. Trust is being willing to jump into life full throttle, knowing the universe will stand behind us in our outrageous passion, providing resources, support, ideas, and chance encounters that bring our contributions into full expression. Trust is letting go of the personal mind and its chatter because we know that there is a greater mind that can run the universe much better than we can. Trust involves looking beyond circumstances and appearances into the very center of well-being. Yeah. We saw a movie. I'm not going to be embarrassed to share it. I almost wasn't going to share it. Maybe it's actually two movies, folks. I watched them both in the same day. My wife thinks, she's like, you guys are nuts. How do you think my 20-year-old son thinks when he sees me like curled up crying on the with my laptop on the computer? We, were, we watched a, the movie. You can see it on Netflix for free if you have Netflix. It's mm-hmm. called Tall Girl, and the sequel's Tall Girl 2. Yeah. And these are like those high school coming-of-age movies. But, man, it hits on all these topics. The first one is learning not to listen to the voices from without and and what we imagine those people are thinking about us. Then the second movie is now that we're stepping out. And this is the good news. We often refer to it like Emmett Fox, the devil's last ditch, that now once she's stepping out now into this, her real, what she would love to do, now it's learning how to not listen to that negative chatter within. And the brilliant part of how the movie was made, and I'm sure it was intentional because otherwise it wouldn't have been this way, the fearful voice within her head when we, the audience, we would hear it, she would hear it, you know, I'm not good enough. Yeah, yeah. I just got lucky. It was clear that that voice did not sound like her voice. And later on, as the movie progresses, and she learns to now be the kind and loving person, and, and let the leader speak within, it's her voice. It's the sound of her voice. So it makes it clear that these fearful chatter, like even you had in yeah. that awareness, was wait a minute, that's not you. 
It's like, us mimicking someone else. Yes, mimicking mm-hmm. someone else. Yeah, that whole inner committee that we kind of yeah. tap into. It's not us. Right? Right. Uh, Terry Cole Whitaker wrote the wonderful book, What You Think of Me is None of My yes, Business. Yes, we love her. The title really says it all. What You yes. Think of Me, Not My Business. Unless I make it my business and I make your opinion more important than mine, which right. I don't want to do that. Right. be okay with me because – other people aren't usually okay with themselves, so right. <laughs> they want to just project everything. Yes. It's like, okay, let's just be at that love space right. and see people in their highest light and see ourselves in our higher light. Right. Do that beautiful mirror work that you talked about. Oh, yeah. We talked earlier about mirror work. Yeah, so. I, I mentioned <laughs> so this probably funny. on a couple other episodes. Mm. One of the hardest thing, a Marine who shared this with me, he said, yeah, this is the hardest thing I was able to do. I hope you could pull it off Bizarro. And I go, oh, no, what's this? <laughs> yeah. He said- I, I want you to look into the in the mirror every morning, look into your eyes, and say, "I love you, Daryl." Mm-hmm. And man, it is the hardest thing to do because of the voices that go, "Oh, this is silly," or and then voices of fear, like embarrassment or whatever those silly. But I'm telling you, folks, if you try this. I don't do it all the time because it's hard to do. I do my meditation. I do my readings. But now that I'm blabbing just like Ed's been blabbing, like I don't want to be embarrassed and not practicing what I preach. Right. But this is good because it's forcing me to be more aware and practice it more. Yeah. And I've been doing it again. Right. And now this is going to make me up my game even more. But man, just telling yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror in your own eyes and right. saying, I love you, Daryl. You could feel the power right. come back into, and it's a and it's and it's a tender power because it has so much love and compassion. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, why do I deny myself of this? Yeah. yeah. Well, and even because when I first started doing that was when I first came to Science of Mind and um, listening to Louise Hayes, and she's got a beautiful book on mirror work. I would go to the mirror and I would just cry because I couldn't yeah. see it. I did not like myself. I did not love myself. And it took a lot of layers and shedding yeah. that and forgiving yeah. myself because right. it's easy to forgive other people for me, but to forgive myself for things I'm right. the same. I'm the same Yes, way. yes. I was talking to my brother last night because I like to make my family do a Zoom meeting once in a while so that I can see their face. Yeah. And so we had a Zoom meet sketch meeting scheduled there back in Nebraska and my brother was in his car because his intuition said don't go on the road because it is closed but his ego mind self said I want to get home I want to go I want to go I want to go I can do it I can do it and then he got stuck in a snowbank and thought he was going to get stuck sleeping in his car all night and I said I am not seeing that I see you somewhere safe and out of that car and and about five minutes later somebody pulled up and was able to get him out of the snowbank and get him to a a space to be safe. Yeah. yeah. So our intuition tells us one thing. And if we just, sh- I don't want to hear that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know Shaka Gawain used to say, if we're not listening to that still small voice, then it'll just get louder and louder and louder yeah. until it 100%. knocks us off our feet. Yeah. yeah. That's what's been happening so with me in. because I can't mm. stand getting sick all the time, yeah. Yeah. mentally or emotionally anymore. And it's, yeah, and it's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's like, you know, well, and I, I like that you shared that story in the break room because it reminded me because and this helped me too early on because some people say, well, I don't have I don't ever hear my intuition. I go, oh, you hear your intuition, mm-hmm. but you only call it. I had a feeling. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? 
<laughs> I had a feeling I should have stayed right, in a hotel right, instead right. of pushed myself to drive through. But I made this decision. I'm going to stick yeah. to it. I had a feeling uh. I didn't need to get this done today on my to-do list. But I thought I'd power drive. And now it's turned. It's created something else. But it doesn't mean we're punished by it. It just means it's another lesson. And even like with your brother, God, I believe that God doesn't do spite work. Mm-mm. I mean, this energy, Never. this love energy. does not do spite work. So when we make mistakes, we can learn. And it's just always learning. The whole schooling is learning to be more loving and learning to be more aware of this guidance. Yeah, and drop the punishment step. Yes. Because God never does that. There's no punishment step. The punishment comes from how bad it feels to like disconnect from our intuition, mm-hmm. but that's enough. No more. Don't yes. pile anything more on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And what's your, uh, this book support we have spiritual power tools. Who, someone recommended this support for, us. for your soul. That's free. We got that from Jane Elizabeth Hart by Greg Barrett, who was Greg a guest Barrett on our show. You can get this book for free. If it's you... uh, go to CFE, no CF org, and you can order it. She'll send it to you. And she says, you have to, you have spent lifetime after lifetime developing your intellect now you're ready to use your intelligence in a higher way. At this point, you must develop an advanced style of thought, which is your intuition. The intuition is actually a higher faculty of the mind, and it will open up an entirely new world of learning. Once awakened by your yearning, your intuitive mind begins to activate your consciousness. Developing your intuition is the next phase of your soul's evolution. When your intuitive mind takes charge... It actually is developing your willingness to listen to it and actualize it as a reality. When your intuitive mind takes charge and enables you to have a deeper understanding of your life circumstances, it grants you a wider vision that is available through uh, then is available through the small peephole of your intellect. As as you transition from intellect to intuition, you will shed your personality attachments and have greater identification with your soul. Daily meditation is the gateway to your intuition because it really is, you know, uh, uh, getting yourself to listen to it. There was a great chart in here. I don't know if I can find it now, but it was just showing how this works. And what I was going to say is for me, with this is different. I don't cry when I say <clears throat> I love you because I've been doing it again. My voice goes, I'm not listening to you. What you have, what you have to say does not even matter. Because I'm recovering, like, no, I'm the authority here. I'm telling you, not you. Not, like, you're just running fearfully. You're like a kid who's fearfully running away. And I'm, like, the parent here. And I'm telling you, I love you. And that voice is like, it's a numbness almost Mm -hmm. to my own power, my own voice. And it's changing. It's transforming. It's beginning to listen. And because, again, who sent, the one who sent me, you know, like, it's taken a lot of letting go of this. I, again, I didn't. I thought I had no willpower, but I had an iron will clinging to this fear. And the one, so this, like the joy that comes from like, because this part of me goes, I want to do what I want to do. Because it's also like, well, I developed this habit. No one around me seemed to care what I thought. So I always had to go off on my own and do it on my own. And then, so it's like yeah. that's other kind of willfulness. But... Because I had this experience now of like when I listen to that voice, and but I don't really do anything other than just what I used to think of doing anything. I just, oh, it's telling me to relax and not do this right now. When I follow it, the feeling of goodness, yeah. because it takes all the weight off of my will so that I can just relax and let my will is a very simple thing. It's not, 
Because that's one of the things that Fillmore talks about power. It's not something we wrestle from someone else. Because I was wrestling, like, it's in, subtly, I've been yeah. wrestling it with it from other people. Now it's just a relaxed. Your will isn't meant to be strained. It's just, which way do I want to go? Yeah. And I will it to yeah. be so. Let it be. Yeah. Let it be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Follow that inner knower, taking that time to really tune in. Yeah. Ah, and so challenging to do with all the distractions that we have yeah. because we like to have distractions <laughs> to keep us from that. But when we start really getting immersed in it, yeah. it's like, oh, it just feels so good. And yeah. to be immersed in gratitude for everything that right. is. Right. Like the, yeah. Butterworth said, we're so used to be, I'm so in the past been so used to being concerned and having so much urgency that I don't even know if there's actual urgency or concern or I'm just bringing that to the table because I'm so used to acting from that place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we're, I'm unlearning this whole be concerned in everything, you know, like, and actually trust is that we're in a loving universe. Yes. I see you starting to reach for that reading. Well, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I was looking for it because um, – and I'm thinking, okay, you all sent me a reading to read and I have some resistance and um, – Yeah, we, the, and we love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the resistance. And whatever resists persists, right? So there's something in here and definitely things for me to learn. So this is Marianne Williams and I pour light on any troubling circumstance. Great. God disentangles any distinct – dysfunctional energy that pervades a situation when I place it in his hands. So I have an issue being a female saying his hands because I'm, I would say into its hands, into its energy. And Mm -hmm. maybe you all can express how you, because as a female to see um, put God as a male really takes it away from me because to me, God and I are one. And so is one. Right. right. And I can go right. mother, father, God. It's all one. It's all good. It's all part of that. Wonderful yeah. 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 Cosmic soup. And yet some of the languaging of the olden days is how I'm going to say it yeah. is not language that, that works so much for me. And so to make yeah. it um, more user friendly for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are firm encouragers mm-hmm. of u- using words that help you utilize like this whole yes. episode is about. So you could apply and right. digest even a thimble full of it. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to use the words that suit you best because yeah. obviously I want the medicine that's in here. But and this is in everyone's case who does this. It's something to applaud. But I'm not going to let my little resistance to a certain word make me throw this whole book out. Like Because, you know, right. even right. – even I read stuff in the Bible, whoa, but I don't throw the whole Bible out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I find it's like there was something shared with me. Take what you could use and leave the rest yes. for later. Someone right yes. now is listening and is so happy to hear you give yeah. them permission to do yes. that as well. Because we all need that permission. Yes, like you we said. need the permission. Mm-hmm. Yes. If it's not connecting with our divinity, then it does. There's nothing sacred about these books or these. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the sacredness is our divinity. That we, Yeah, so mm-hmm. I would appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, yeah. if you don't yeah. like the whipped cream on top of your carrot cake, <laughs> just cut it off and eat the cake. And if you don't yes. like the carrot cake, throw it away and, and eat, eat the, the whipped, whipped cream. cream. <laughs> 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 well, and as you said, the God is of your understanding. Yes. I know yeah. my dad used to say when he, because he was a farmer, get out on the tractor. That's when he felt the most spiritual in that connection with God. Right. So the God of your understanding, whether it be just that energy within, yes. whether it be nature or love, I would probably substitute, um, I place it in love hands. Yeah, that's yeah. great. 
In my mind's eye, I pour light on my troubling circumstance. I loosen my attitudinal grip. (laughs) I will see it as a lesson in miracles as God displays its, in lieu of he, um, its infinite power to turn darkness into light. I no longer hold on to the problem for God itself shall make it right. My emotional constriction does not serve. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's key. That right? Emotional <laughs> constriction yeah. does not serve. Yeah. It doesn't work. What were we, you, we were talking about this morning about love and control. Because, mm. you know, sometimes we mistake controlling things because it's love. I'm going to control it. Or even in a family. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, this is all just. But no, they're not synonymous at all. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. either love or it's not. And control mm-hmm. is fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there was a saying I heard early on because I used to think I had to organize everything in it. Daryl, control is not the solution. Control is the problem. How could that be the problem? Because mm-hmm. that's how I make things safe. Right, right. If I don't, do, no, control is the, and now it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's funny that you said about that little bit of fear with even re- reading these positive things, I could turn them against myself. Because this morning I read something great and I went, ah. And it was, ignore evil rather than to actively combat it. Mm. Ignore evil rather than actively trying to combat it, meaning argue with it, tangle with it. Like any, it could be in my own mind, could be because my neighbor parked in front of my house for eight days, whatever it is. The tendency is to think I have to combat it. So I go, no. I am just going to ignore it, put it in God's hands. But then, Ooh, Indy's oh, hot pocket. Went Indy's off. hot pocket. Indy, what kind of hot pocket <laughs> you on today? Oh, I'm back on the salt and vinegar this week. Beautiful. Salt and vinegar hot pocket. Never heard of such a thing. But what's crazy is I read this, I got relief, and then I did an Eddie B. What'd you do? I went. Well, I can't ignore everything because what if someone's like beating? I made up like horrible scenarios. Mm. Shouldn't I go in there and go, Daryl? No, that's not happening now. <laughs> I had to remind myself, wait, that, that's probably never going to happen if you continue in your mind within to ignore problems that you perceive and trying to combat them. You're probably never even going to bear witness to anything like that. Yeah. And it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you see how yeah. my mind even took such a good saying, like, ignore evil rather than actively combating of it? Of course, yeah. And went, oh, but there's got to be times where you Of shouldn't. course. You can't just ignore. <laughs> but yes, yeah. if you live this way, then wherever you go is going to be holy ground. Well, I'm going to tell you this. It's not ignoring so much as it is redirecting our reality. I mean, it is ignoring. Yeah, ignoring. Don't get me wrong. I'm not... Uh, uh, going against what you're saying, but it, when I hear you say that, what I realize is we're not ignoring the problem. We're just going back to the recognition yes, of yes. what is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, right? yeah, it yeah. means I'm ignoring the perception that this is somehow gonna, which is an my, illusion, like my fear, but it seems so real. Instead of allowing mm-hmm. this little thing I'm seeing to spark my morbid expectancy, my right. little imagination to go down a horrible bad movie, just. And they'll, you know, yeah. I mean, redirect that energy to no, God's yeah. going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can make up yeah. a better story. That's exactly Instead right. of the nightmare. 
So true. Well, and going to that wonderful space where you are aware of what you focus on expands. If I keep focusing on that little thing, it's just going to keep getting bigger, bigger, bigger. Yeah. So let me focus on what it is I would love and that things are always working out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And our mind is a focusing mechanism. So mm-hmm. the only thing we know is what's going on in our mind until we connect with the divine and then we're connected to this whole thing. So when you say that, it's like, it's just in our mind because all we can see through is the lens of our own mind. So what we focus on, it's a magnifying mechanism. And we're so like life didn't turn into this bad place, but our whole mind is just blinded by that one little tiny thing that is so insignificant that, that no one else even knows. Like I got this, this awareness recently. The angels were like, we didn't even know. Like I finally said, oh, I'm having a struggle. And the, the inner voice was like, well, we didn't know you were thinking that. That doesn't even exist in our reality. Mm-hmm. So that's what I realized. That's mm-hmm. the po- positive version of confession is to acknowledge when you're feeling bad because no one else knows it's there because it's not even real. Oh, my God. Can I confess something? What? Do it. Okay. So <laughs> we're also confessing to ourselves mm-hmm. when we see something. So I think the thing about the car parked eight days is because what happened was last weekend um, – we have altered inside of street parking in my yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. And in front of my house, we have a very small parking space. And if you park any, like, if you don't hit it, just a car can barely, like, a yeah, tiny yeah. little Volkswagen can barely fit in it. So if you're not, if you're like a truck or something, you're in my driveway and then it's like, I can't even get it. You know, it's just annoying. Right, right, right. So, uh, I've always been like, ooh, ooh, like this little bit of control about that space. Yeah, yeah, you know, sure. They don't know how to park in it right, which is horrible. <laughs> it's silly, but it affects you. You know, these little things. Look for these things, folks. I don't care. I'll fall on my sword for our viewers. Sure. But, <laughs> but anyway, so this a car was parked there. And it's a neighbor. And the first thought was, why did she leave her car here? Because she's got like three spaces in front of their house. And I'm like, oh, they just did that because in so many days, they'd have to move it. So they just want to be able to park it beyond the day. Sure, yeah. So I'm like – you're like thinking all this stuff. Which is all Stressing you out. Stressful thinking. So I had to let go of this. I knew like I don't want to live with this little thing. I don't want to see her car and go, ooh, you know, what can I do? I should tell her. Mm -hmm." Sure, sure. You know, I'm going to tell her. Right. No, I'm not going (laughs) to. I knew none of that works. (laughs) I know enough that none of that works, folks. So I started help. Daryl, what would help you in this? Because I want to be at peace. What's more important? Peace of mind. Right, right. Or hell. So – all of a sudden, I thought, okay, if this was like, let's say Ed was going on a trip and he hasn't, because he's in Santa Monica or whatever, there's no parking and he needed his park. Can I park my car in your driveway? I go, well, you can't park in the driveway, but guess what? If you park it in front of my house on Friday, we don't have to sure, move like it. Sure, like it was a good idea. We don't have to Inspired move it. Inspired idea for a friend. Wednesday. Yeah. And then he'd say, well, what about your trash cans? Because that was another thing. Where are you going to put your trash? Don't worry, I'll figure out where to put my trash cans. Right. And because. I changed her to Ed. All that tension went away <laughs> to the point where I started thinking, you know what? I'm glad she's parked there because she's got a tiny little car. And now it's like keeping right, all right. Like these yeah, big bows. Sure, sure. And it was amazing. So you could use these positive. Yeah. Like, 
Because mm-hmm. really, if it was you or Ed who said, oh, shoot, can I park there? I know it's Did she be- stay there for the whole time? Yeah, she stayed there for the whole time, wow. but it didn't bother me. Because on day two was when I had to let go of this whole thing because right. I didn't want it to. That's awesome. Yeah. And that switch. Yeah. Like, it really was a game changer. That is a game like, changer. Later on when I saw the car. even ever- And then the car was gone. And part of me went, oh, man. Like, I was hoping it would stay even longer. I mean, it was crazy how my it, mind yeah. fell in love Changed with it the whole so much. Situation. Yes. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, we're, nice. uh, we're going to get ready soon to take this whole show home. So, but I know you have some things to share before we go. Uh, uh, what do you have there, by the way? Well, this is actually some of my <laughs> favorite quotes. Oh, yeah. Um So, Victor Frankel said, Between stimulus and response, there is a grace. In that grace is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. So it's like that quick second before we, because there's react and respond. And many times we get into that reaction. Though, yeah. Like we did with that. And it's like, how can I respond appropriately rather than get into that reaction mode? Right. I think of it like going to a doctor's office. If they give you medication, they say, oh, right. you have a reaction. It's negative. Or if they say, oh, you're responding, it's positive. Right. Oh. So how can I respond appropriately so I can feel good about myself and how I responded? Because once those words are out of your mouth or those actions are out of your yeah. mouth you can't take it oh, back so yes. that's it's exactly like, what right. daryl did in his story he changed that space and yeah he, and we got to change apply it within that's the thing yeah. like i like people say well as long as i didn't do the wrong thing hmm. um then i'm fine and i agree with that especially mm-hmm. as a beginner well, it's a step, step in the right direction yeah i be i believe in that wholeheartedly but the real what separates the men from the boys and the girls from the young ladies is the when women, we could we apply it within mm-hmm. and yeah. get to the yeah. core. Because let me tell you, this wasn't a ch- – like I knew the relief was going to be like you said. Well, it feels I'll, like heaven. I'm it tell switches you, it from The heaven. other method leaves us out of the joy equation. And yes. that, it's not complete unless the joy is yes. – we are in the joy equation. Because be- behaving properly is great. But if I'm still behaving properly but grumbling to my friends or within myself mm-hmm. – then I'm still eating the poison. Yeah, it's nonsense in the end because it's still, there's an outer power and I'm doing the right thing by that power. And so Mm. what else you got on there? Another one? So Ernest Holmes writes in this thing called You, which is an easy, right? It's the best because it's just all about you. And it's a tiny little book. Anyone (laughs) can read it, folks. Yes. It's a free download that you can do also, a nice little PDF. But the greatest gift life could have made to you is yourself. You are a spontaneous, self-choosing center in life in the great drama of being, the great joy of becoming, the certainty of eternal expansion. You could not ask for more and more could not have been given. So with Christmas upon us, you really are the gift. And so reminding ourselves that that we're the gift and it took so much for us to be here as human entities. (laughs) So loving that presence that we are. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love how the, the, the word presence means pre- presence. Like presence mm-hmm. and presence. Present. Yeah. I love that. Yes. Beautiful. You have yes. another one for us? Good. Um, well, actually, this would be from my youngest son, Andrew. He writes, uh, beauty transcends my mind in a state of pure bliss. Hearts merge to create a work of love. Time disappears as we embrace love and bliss and defy all limits. Wait, so, your son wrote that? Yeah. He's a little poet. Yeah. How old <laughs> is he? <laughs> 
Uh, he's about 36 right now. So can I hear that again? Yes. That was brilliant. Yes. Beauty transcends my mind into a state of pure bliss. Hearts merge to create a work of love. Time disappears as we embrace love and bliss and defy all limits. Right. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) bless and bliss are the same root. Yeah. I love it. Well, yeah. we love your son. That's great. Yeah, that's an amazing. So thank you, well, son. For yes. Well, I have four us. amazing children that were Andrew. raised in this philosophy. So they're all doing How four great wow. things. Well, that's like Ed's great things son. in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Ed's son doesn't have to yeah. go through all the mental gymnastics yeah. either Ed or I do. Yeah, undoing. Yeah, undoing yeah. this misguidance. Yeah, he mm-hmm. had, yes, because of being introduced to this stuff as a way of living and seeing Ed use it. And apply it and right. be an example of it instead of just a dad saying you ought. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, oh, well, this guy lives it, so it must really work. It's working. Yeah, well, thank for him. God I like sought yeah. out the tools, and so when he would trigger me, I was like, well, let me. How do I work on this trigger within myself before I just blame him? And that's just the, the game changer. Just like the the Viktor Frankl quote, mm-hmm. yeah. it changed yeah. my. That gave me that yes. space and to make new choices. I'm gonna tell you this. Emmett Fox said. Nature always takes you at your own valuation. Believe that you are a child of God. Believe that you express life, truth, love. Believe that wisdom guides you. Believe that you are a special enterprise on the part of God and what you really believe you will demonstrate, which is why we have to apply it within because our mm-hmm. whole life is reflecting yeah. back what yes. it is that we are believing. And that's good mm-hmm. news. Within, and that's great news, isn't yeah. it? Is there um, is. anything else you want to share before we wrap up the well, show? Well, it depends on how much time you have. I have my metaphysical version of Twas the Night Before Christmas. Let's do it. Do you have time? Is it yeah. good? Okay. Yeah, we good. Are we good? <laughs> this okay. is a Christmas yeah. okay. We'll All consider right. this a special holiday <laughs> episode. Yeah, we'll get it up. For people in time for Christmas. That's all right. right. Twas the night before Christmas and all through my mind, I was thinking of all the great things I might find. Affirmations were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that my consciousness soon would be there. <laughs> Inner garbage was wrapped all up in a bow. From the outside, I might have appeared like a pro. Kept bearing over all the old stuff. Consciously speaking, my mind needed a muff. When negativity was my only mind chatter, I sprang to awareness to see what's the matter. Uh. When what to my wondering, I should appear metaphysical teachers saying, get your stuff clear. Yes. With brilliant teachers so lively and quick, I thought for a moment, this must be a trick. Up until now, please hear me, they said, your world you've created with thoughts in your head. Mm. Life is a journey that you have been granted. Be mindful of all the things that you've planted. Be brilliant, be loving, be perfectly smart. Love who you are and open your heart. You are the gift. The vision is clear. Be consciously mindful that the world is your mirror. And I heard them exclaim as they drove out of sight, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Wow. That was a perfect wrap-up reading for the show. And that was like the best (laughs) rewriting of one of these things I've ever heard. That was incredible. Thank you. That brought the <laughs> and, medicine. And, wow. Yeah, we could take Thank a picture you. and put it on our, I got a copy, so That's we'll true. take a yeah. picture and we'll share so it. So Andrew, sure, sure. not fall from far from the tree with regards to writing. So that's mm, beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you thank for joining you. us. Is there some place people can reach out to uh, find you on the internet? Sure. Well, you can. <laughs> it's a work in progress. Okay. okay. It's Valerie with the number two, Valerie to speak. Um at Gmail, but Valerie to speak, and I'm working on inside out seminars. So from the inside out, we oh, got to work great. on the inside to create the outside. So and then mention your workshop again for the intentions. So yes. yeah, the intentions workshop will be on January 1st at the Redondo Beach Center in 
uh, Redondo Beach. So it's 907 Knob Hill. You can go to redondocsl.org and, and learn more. Yeah. And, you, and yeah. The, are your services over there online for people to tune they in? They are. To? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah just Redondo. Yeah, we, we love to get our listeners and viewers to be, you know, tap into the place where, because we've been there and it is a. It's amazing. Reverend Ike spoke there. So many different people spoke there. Mm-hmm. So it's just so full. I was, yeah. when I went to the service there, I could just feel all it's of that. It's incredible. Yeah, it's a beautiful center. It's it amazing. It's an amazing mid century piece of architecture inside and <laughs> it out, is. isn't it's it? It's it incredible. Is. Yeah. It so we found a story, by the way. Yeah. We can't confirm whether or not this is true. Can, about... Tell me the website one more time because we can put it in the link to the okay. YouTube also. What is it? Redondo. No, C- no. The, oh. Well, that too. For mine, Valerie, yours. the number two. Valerie to speak. Valerie to speak. Mm-hmm. Dot it's, com. Uh, no, at Gmail. Well, it's it's a oh Valerie yeah. to speak at Gmail. That's right. how they can reach out to yes, you. Yes, but my website okay. my website's a work in progress. Okay, so. okay. all right. Yeah. So, but Valerie to speak at Gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Great. All right. So, but we had we found this story, which may or may not be true. TMZ. You can't really trust them all the time. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. It's teetering <laughs> on. It's not going to go anywhere. You're afraid it might go. Your mind. You're might not going to be. believe where this is going to yeah, go. You're this not. Story. <laughs> your minds. Watch your minds, ladies and gentlemen. Well, hold on to your Christian bond. It's, don't worry. It's not going to go in any direction you might worry. Yeah. So Reverend Valerie loves to get the congregation engaged in her services mm-hmm. and asked if anyone had a demonstration that they wanted to share to inspire everyone. A woman walked to the mic and said, I want to give thanks because a month ago, my husband Tom had a bike accident that crushed his scrotum. It was so bad that he could not even hold our children due to the pain. <laughs> the, <laughs> the crowd, <clears throat> especially the men, winced. Reverend Valerie just took a deep breath, like she does, and smiled. <laughs> yes. Then the woman continued. I prayed for complete and swift healing of my husband's scrotum with Reverend Valerie. Valerie. <clears throat> Miraculously, my husband's scrotum healed so quickly that he avoided the surgery that the doctor recommended and is once again able to hold our children without any pain. What a miracle. Avoided the whole surgery. Everyone cheered except one man who raised his hand and stood up slowly. The usher, the wonderful ushers over there in, in Redondo Beach, came yeah. right to him, brought him a mic, and he said, uh, My name is Tom, and I just wanted to tell my wife that the word is sternum. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Valerie was sweating there for a little while. What a that they break me, man. But this is actually funny, man. Thanks, Scrotum, with a reverend present, man. That made my child inner child's day. All right, let's see. It's Robert Palmer. He wants to come sing a song. Hello, blokes. All right, shall we sing it out? Are these the original lyrics to the song? Oh, yes. Someone muffed them up in the studio, but these are the original lyrics. I don't know what my accent is, so I'm just guessing here. Well, let's sing it out. Uh, Toby, you want to join us in the studio for a little sing-along? Sure. Yeah, I didn't learn the chords. No, I just come on in. It's Christmas. What the heck? So, everybody, (laughs) it's been a pleasure to be with you. Yes. And uh, you may know this song. Yeah. Hopefully you know better than we do. Can you <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. The lights are on, but you're not home. Your mind is not your own. Your heart sweats. Your body shakes. A little bliss. 
is all it takes. You gotta read before you eat. Let go of doubt. Don't be cheap. Your heart is light. You sit and breathe. A little bliss is all you need. Whoa, you like to think that you're immune to this stuff. Oh, yeah. It's closer <laughs> to the truth to say it. You can't get enough. You know you're going to have to face it. You're addicted to love. Wow. I'm so glad we rehearsed that. Thank you for visiting. I mean, you could visit Daryl and Ed. Valerie, we love you. Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links to everything we do. Jeff Comfort, we love you. And thanks again for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Oh, you like to think that you're immune to this stuff. Oh, yeah. It's closer to the truth to say. Can't get enough. You know you're going to have to face it. You're addicted to love. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you.